0: Hi everyone, I'm Janine and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is Talia Pollack. We're going to talk about her book, Party in Your Plants, over 100 plant based recipes and problem solving strategies to help you eat healthier without hating your life. Hi Talia! Hey, thanks for having me! You know, as I said, I'm plant based. There are so many great recipes and ideas that you have to offer. Um, before we get into it, just tell me a little bit about your backstory leading up to now.
1: Yeah. So, for way too long of my life, I struggled a lot with my health. I had really challenging digestive issues, which, you know, they say your gut is your second brain. So yes. that really led to my whole body just being bad, like immunity issues, which then led to depression, and I had no confidence, and I just walked around the world so sluggish, and it was just very dark and... Bad. I knew that there had to be a way to live more energetically. Like, this couldn't, I was so young, so I, this was during college and and high school Mm -hmm. when I was feeling this way. Like, that's when my peers were able to, like, pull all nighters and, like, you know, do crazy (laughs) things, and I'm, like, struggling. So I just knew there had to be something better. So I sought out, like, every healer I could think of, multiple gastroenterologists, naturopathic doctors. Nutritionist, acupuncturist, hypnotherapist, everyone. And the most I could get was you have IBS. Oh. Which, what's that? Like, it's just a life sentence. Like, yeah. your stomach hurts, I guess. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to help you. We don't know why. Bye. Ugh. And so that, you know, I was like, I can't, that's, that's not acceptable. No. I'm right. Um, so at the, at the same time, though, I, in college, I was in a The woods. I had an internship in LA at Adam Sandler's production company, Happy Madison. Great. And in my off time from the internship, I was soaking up all that LA had to offer in terms of all the wellness stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I tried my first skin class, I got my first colonic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. I think I've heard of it. No
1: longer with us. Oh, okay. It was in Santa Monica. It was wonderful. And I walk in. It's this like really hippy-dippy restaurant. Mm -hmm. I order the coconut smoothie, this white, creamy, frothy thing. Yum. Hand it to me. I say, I don't do dairy. They say it's vegan. I don't know what vegan is. It's 2008. (laughs) I never heard this word in my life. I take the smoothie. I drink it. And for the first time in like a decade, I didn't feel sick after consuming something. Instead, I felt energized and alive. Right. And I was like, what is this vegan thing? Yes. And I just spent like the rest of my time in LA eating up, you no know, pun intended, all the information I could find on veganism and yeah. eating plants. And it completely changed my health. It was amazing.
0: You know, let me interject something because I'm vegan as well. And I had all kinds of issues. And I'm sure some of the listeners are thinking, wow, I have eczema. I have this. I can't handle dairy. Mm-hmm. And. What, what I hear you saying is what resonated with me is you have to be a detective when it comes to your own health. Like, see what works and what doesn't because usually, you know, as you say, your gut will tell you.
1: Yes, oh, 100%. I mean, when you make the connection that your food affects you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: your life changes. It does. I mean, whether that's because you have digestive issues or eczema or immunity issues or whatever it is, I mean, there are so many people that just are walking around right now with no, you know, obvious issues. But don't even know how much better they could feel if they started to pay attention to like what you know waffles with tons of butter and maple syrup makes them feel like. Sure. They didn't eat it and not even understand. Right. But when you make that connection, your whole life opens up, as mine did. But then the problem was that I was in college, and it was a little odd for me to go back to school and be with my juicer and my butter, yeah. <laughs> making almond milk, cracking open coconuts. Dehydrating kale, yes. While my peers were doing keg stand,
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: so I withdrew from society, and I felt like I had to choose one: life, my uh-huh. health, or my happiness, and my social life. And I chose my health. Yeah. And so I was eating, you know, kale alone in my room, and I was so depressed and so alone, and it was so awful. It's hard. And I thought out to not ever do that again, and that's where my whole body of work stems from: helping people not ever have to choose. To in their health and their happiness.
0: Give me a sense about your book. How did you structure it? What would you like listeners to know about it?
1: Yeah, well, because of exactly what I just said, this whole fitting your food, your healthy food, and your healthy stuff into your real life, the book is organized by real-life situations. Mm-hmm. So it's like what to make when you're hosting game night, when that becomes a thing again. What to make when <laughs> you're going to a potluck or it's a hot-weather holiday, Or you, you know, you worked a long day and you have to cook dinner real fast and that's a bummer. You know, it's like all these different real-life situations paired with recipes that make so much sense in those
0: situations. Let me interject this because I know it's hard to be an author in the time of, you know, COVID. But I will say this because I am a vegan. I feel like it's less expensive and healthier to be vegan if you make the right choices.
1: I mean, I could not agree with you more. Canned beans over. Whatever, Steak,
0: whatever meat. I know, yeah. right? Exactly. And now's a time where people are hurting financially, and it's a good time to really consider what you have to say.
1: I really appreciate you saying that, and that's a different perspective than you know what I've been preaching here. But that's an amazing perspective. It's really, really affordable. I mean, to, to stock up on beans and frozen foods if you could find them, all this stuff is right. really inexpensive.
0: Yeah, it really is. What kind of things would you like to highlight from the book?
1: <laughs> the other day, I went to this farmer's market in my town, like this food club that's down the street, and she only lets one person in at a time because of COVID. The uh, owner was like, oh, my God, Talia, you're a plant chef. Do you see the ramps? I was like, no. Where are they? She's like, they're right in front of you. I'm like, I've never seen a ramp. I've never cooked with a ramp. I
0: don't know what a ramp is. I don't know what a ramp is. Thank you. I thought you were talking about skateboarding. I don't even know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. I have recipes for, like, less unhealthy funfetti cupcakes with crap-free frosting. Nice. Crap-free. Yeah. I have, <laughs> yeah, so crap I define as chemical, refined, artificial, and processed food. I like that. So, yeah. So my whole thing is to encourage people to just eat more plants than mm-hmm. they eat crap. Right. Except, well, vegan If you don't want to, just eat more plants than crap. Do whatever feels right other than that. And so, you know, I have um, pasta bakes. I'm a big fan of Mm-hmm. So I can take a ton more plants into those. I have a pesto one, a creamy butternut squash one. I have a sangria. And there's
0: a lot of really fun things about it. I love it. I know. You know what? The takeaway could be eat crap, feel like crap. I mean, because it's true. Right? <laughs> it's 100%. 100% true. And especially like we're all, I will say to my daughters, like, don't have so much sugar because, you know, it brings you up and then you crash. And then you feel kind Absolutely. of down and depressed, you know?
1: Horrible. Yeah. I mean, now is not the time. If yeah. We eat the crap and just keep you know wallowing. Right. If we eat the plants, we're gonna really make more out of this situation and and really help our bodies with our immune system right now.
0: I agree. I agree. Give me some ideas of like maybe popular recipes that you have in your book.
1: Yes, one of um, the fan faves right now is this cauliflower kale buffalo dip. Ooh, awesome! You make it in like a skillet, so it's really warm and it's creamy because you add white beans. Mm. cashews. So try filling. Um, I'll probably be eating the leftovers of that after this chat. Um, I have an avocado DZI creamy pasta recipe, which is so easy. It's basically avocado, garlic, spinach, and basil in a blender over pasta. So easy. Yeah. And someone already made the sweet potato wedgies from the book, which I write this whole long explanation about how Everyone wants sweet potato fries, but it's very complicated to get sweet potato fries made at home. You know, you need like lots of time and weird processes and like extra coating. So let's not stress out. Let's just call these what they are: sweet potato wedgies, and they're a little soft and they're a little crunchy and they're a little amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds <laughs> That's good. Been a fun rest of the day. Yeah. People need to kind of dive into just experimenting. I know, for instance, I made a pesto one time with kale and broccoli and basil. Um, No cheese, you know, and just kind of experimenting. Don't be so hard on yourself because, um, you know, people think uh, they have to just go cold turkey to go vegan, but just kind of dabble and then you'll shift. Absolutely. I mean, my whole thing
1: is saying that you're most of the time that matters most and it's all or nothing black and white thinking. It's so stressful. It's going to prevent you from doing it. I mean, I couldn't do anything all the time. Right. You know, like that's, that's way too much pressure. So, most of the time, you know, just eat more plants than crap and, and, and ease into it. It's just, it's just not supposed to be stressful. The stress is worse for you than
0: anything. Oh, I agree. Yeah. What kind of things would you say, you know, if people want to switch it up and have like a vegan breakfast? What, what kind of things do you have in your book? Mm,
1: so I have a really fun tofu scramble that's obviously packed with a ton of different vegetables that you can make and eat over toast or you can actually put in a wrap and freeze it for breakfast not that anyone's commuting right now but would be a good commutable snack yeah Ooh, speaking of commuting I have these amazing chickpea protein muffins Ooh. being vegan but it's it's important to make sure you eat enough protein oh yes um, even just on the plant so you're full
0: right because let me just interject this talia i've had people say to me where do you get your protein if you're not eating meat yeah, of course. and you know there's protein in in plants and the other thing is some people get concerned about they can't digest beans and i always say well just rinse them mm, yeah right You just, well, some people don't know and they just use them and they wonder why they have a stomach ache, but that is Mm -hmm. definitely something I would say to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and I try to get just at least some form of a planty protein with every meal or snack I eat. And if not protein, then like some fat, because those are the stuff that are going to really fill you up and prevent hanger and blood (laughs) sugar drops and mood swings and the the whole night.
0: Hanger is the worst. (laughs)
1: Especially when you're quarantined with someone.
0: Angry? No. Oh my gosh. No (laughs) way. So where can people find out more about you?
1: Yeah. I'm Party in My Plants on all social media. My podcast is the Party in My Plants podcast. My website is Party in My Plants. And my book now is Party in Your Plants. So it's not my party anymore. It's now your party.
0: Excellent. And do you have anything on YouTube where you're giving talks or anything?
1: I do have a YouTube channel as well. Thank you for
0: already in my plan. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, Any last bit of advice you'd like to leave the listeners with?
1: Really to just do your best to um, not stress about healthy eating and start to pay attention to how food makes you feel. Because when you make that connection, you don't need willpower. You don't need a meal plan. You don't need anything other than the notion that, like, wait, I want to feel good, so I'm going to eat stuff that makes me feel good. That's all you need to eat healthfully. Perfect. I hope people can make that connection.
0: And if people want to reach out to you, are you on social media? Yes.
1: Instagram is the best way to, to reach out to me for sure. Party okay. My Plants.
0: Party okay. My Plants. That's so easy to remember. I want to thank you so much for calling in. This has been great. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Congratulations on your book. Thanks a ton. If you missed any part of the show, everything will be on the show blog, which is Get the Funk Out Show. K-U-C-I.org. You can follow me on Twitter at Moms, M O M Z underscore rock. KUCI is on Twitter as well, KUCI FM. I'm on Facebook at Janine Bernstein. That's J A N E A N E. Bernstein, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N and I'm on Instagram. If you do want to find out about being a guest or you have a friend that would be a great guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E at K-U-C-I dot org. That's the hard part, my name. J-A-N-E-A-N-E at KUCI.org. And if you're not familiar with our shows at KUCI, if you visit KUCI.org, you can see the complete list of music shows and public affairs shows. We've been around a very long time. We have an eclectic mix of shows to offer you. And the complete schedule is on there as well. Hey,
1: you're tuned into KUCI in Irvine. Here's a special message from your friendly neighborhood, Mac DeMarco. Hello, this is Mac DeMarco. Hope rest was peaceful. And thank you for tuning into this
0: blessed radio station here.